You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon, and I'm with Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm has been on the show before, so show welcome before. back, Malcolm. And I'm with Hibo. Yay, my first podcast. Yeah, first <laughs> podcast. Um, is there another name you add to Hibo, or is just Hibo Elmi? You need to release yourself as Afro Kush in real life. Yeah? Hibo Afro Kush, the nomad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're just from seeing the Great Wall, so we're going to talk about the Great Wall. Uh, I think we had a fun experience. Was great for some reason. There's a lot of wins, man. Yeah. A lot yeah. of wins. Sure. <laughs> now, um, The Great Wall is by Zangi Mu. He did what, Home? No, the, Hero? The fi- yes, Hero. Hero. <laughs> Hero is one That's of the why. films he did. Yes. I was, uh, the film which I was trying to tell you about, Malcolm, was yeah. House of Flying Daggers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yes. I told you it's a film you've definitely heard about. Yeah. So Even see Zangi Mu is quite a big deal director. And uh, this film has Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And the other guy? The other, he's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe really I remembered his name without even <laughs> writing it down. But he's been in Narcos. Narcos, yeah. Yes, yeah. Narcos and he's also in Game of Thrones. And he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and it also has... You can see us all nodding. The other guy, the American guy. He's not Matt Damon? Willem oh. Dafoe. Oh, William <laughs> Dafoe, yeah. yes. The Dafoe. The three white guys in, in this Asia. This film is about, it's a fictional film about the Great Wall of China. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. But in this Great Wall of China, apparently what went down is that there's some lizard-like, dragonish things that are attacking <laughs> them. And that's why they built the Great Wall for over 1,500 years. Because yeah. you see they have like a 900-year plan. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> been going down. It's been yeah. there. Yes, so like we, you were saying about the money, mm. this is actually the most expensive film that the Chinese have done. Oh, really? You can tell. Most expensive film out of it's China? the most expensive film out wow. of China, which they're bringing out to a global... And then, of course, it was a collaboration between the Americans and the Chinese. Yeah. There were so many production companies between the two. Yeah. And Matt Damon was brought on because attract the money. American people. For the sure. market. Uh, people, there was a controversy with this film, of course, because they thought yeah. Matt Damon would be a, a white savior. Yeah, and he was. And he... Uh, yeah. We'll get into that. Is that a spoiler? It's not a spoiler at all. The white savior yeah. is that's always there. Was, that's what he was doing Tarzan, in the movie. so don't worry about yeah. it. Exactly. No, Tarzan, I think, was a bit worse than the... No, this was oh, extreme. Yeah. Tarzan was extreme. Mm. Like, they even sang a song, Yesu, blah, 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 like oh, as if wow. he was God. There's but we, real... we, we get it. Yeah, we they don't it. get it. We, we get it. We see it. They, like, they get it also. Right? Anyway, now let's get into talking to the film as a film. The thing I know about both of you is you're great at aesthetics, you're great at images. and So I want to first hear your opinion on that. Well, uh, aesthetically, like what, what I really loved about the film is like first, it's warm at the beginning and it's cold when they're in the wall. Mm. So... I really love the two uh, contrasts that they did because mm. it's really tricky to have a film with two colors. Mm. And also, I really love the fact that in cold places they used uh, heavy colors like red, blue, yellow, yeah. so that they can give the warmth in the cold. Mm. So that was really beautiful for me. And a lot of aerial shots because it's yeah. very hard yeah. to get aerial shots and include the characters. Wait, just yeah. explain to me the aerial shots. Like. Uh, the whole scenery. Ah, yeah, they really so many scenery the world shots. So is that amazing, like one shot where they they follow these guys yeah. as they're going to the dungeons, and but it's like they, a single shot yes. for like maybe two minutes. They go so into the dungeon, but they come out and it turns into this huge drone and shot. They didn't, like, yeah. they didn't cut it. Yeah, they didn't cut it. So that was so beautiful. Like there was a lot of tricks that they used 
and the people were highly choreographed yeah which was amazing because like when the camera is moving there's also the movement of yeah. the people so there's a lot of movement happening and yeah i like the fact that even the extras mm. were not just extras they had a role to play yeah. you know and they were also part of the film like they were also important mm. that's what i really love they're not just some extra people heads to count but every single person in the film did something yeah. so i really like that about the film too yeah, yeah. and the chicks man shit yes. <laughs> to have that kind of power in a film to show that the women are also leaders and they're strong yeah. that we have to see a lot we never they get to see absolutely yeah. no different from yeah. the men yeah. she was and not a mistress or concubine yeah. they were all soldiers yes. it's a very cool history man it was like you get an idea of the past where Yeah, you don't have to think of the past as just being this guys on horses. Yeah. There's also there's a lot of badass shit. Yeah. And about like the choreography dude, I really I felt it was like visual music. Like the the way and I think that's partly why they color coordinated the entire army. Yeah. It's a really cool way to organize the army but also visually watching it from afar, yeah. seeing these different battalions move past each, each other, other and move in sync and in formation shit, man. Yeah. And but the best formation was possibly the monsters for me. The monsters were amazing. They were like a swarm of just Yeah. They were like as you said the zombies from World War Z World at War some Z. point. Yeah. Yeah, but also anciently, like if we go back in history, China also had like their demons, they yeah. had their dragons, they had all this even like you can historically they believed in this ancient demons and animals. Uh-huh. So like yes. they can also have that For sure. in their history. But he also had an interesting theory about the possibility that this was like a met- like a Chinese metaphor for the invasion the of the Mongolians. Really? Yeah, and I was like I, I never I don't know enough about Chinese history to like to 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 to, to get that, to but I think it would be an interesting like Yeah, the wall was built to keep them away because they were expanding very high mm. when Genghis Khan was ruling. Mm. So like yeah and so like maybe it's like a metaphor of all the enemies they protected without offending anybody so yeah. now they made them creatures yeah which Intellectual is like oh. <laughs> <laughs> i think of this as a pop movie like as a a very you know you listen to a pop song and you li- think about it the day after because it's so catchy it's so it hits all the right notes you <laughs> know you makes you it. sing yeah for me that's what this movie was I don't think it was a very nuanced movie. I don't think it was a very complicated film, but it I thought it it it, it presented things very simply. It gave you the emotional releases you want. It did keep us away from like the romantic like the romantic tension, the romantic thing between those guys, which is cool. Like I like that. That didn't happen and that's cool. But generally, it just satisfies the right hits the right notes and you go. So I felt like the choreography and the bright colors and the mad demon was this all a very <laughs> well super choreographed spectacle it was too clean for me to fully like embrace but i enjoyed it anyway okay one of my biggest biggest qualms with this film was this character acts mostly with mad demon mm-hmm. who is the main character yeah. who they kind of try to give us a backstory of in a bit of dialogue and everything yeah. first of all I would say I had a problem with his accent which yes, was please. extremely Just weird yeah. <laughs> so one of my worst parts which is where they try to make the character re- give, get some sort of realization of why now let me change my perspective on the way I was yeah. even give him this whole bad past like you were selfish yeah. you were a killer you kill people a- exactly <laughs> so oh. then they give him this sort of moment where he changes his perspective and he's like let me help these chinese people and save them yeah <laughs> because of trust yes, i trust them. They, they even try to set up the trust thing 
and you wait for that trust moment to be some sort of big transition. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm asking for dramatics, but I don't think I'm asking for dramatics. Mm. I'm just asking for a moment. Was it too sudden for you? Was the act too I don't, sudden? It wasn't too sudden. It just wasn't executed in a nice way for okay. me to believe it. Yeah. When it came on, I was rolling my eyes. Yeah. I, would, I would appreciate for a moment where it's happening and I see its past and I understand where he's coming from yeah. and I see even why he would be able to change that yeah. way. Part of the but reason why I'm not disappointed in it is because I could ex- I feel like I could see a lot of these things from the beginning. I could see mm. wh- how, who Matt Damon is going to end up being. Mm-hmm. A white savior who's like, let me help these people who need me. But also, he was the white savior. Okay, no problem. But then technologically, the Chinese people were developed. They're so advanced, you dude. They were so advanced. But sometimes people enjoy the simplicity of movies like this because yeah. there are a lot of people different yeah. from us yeah. that hate complex movies. Really hate yeah. them. Huh? Really oh, hate them. Bored the, them. They're bored by them mm. because they, it's not that kind of taste. You have to have a taste for something. Like you can't eat all kind of cheese if you don't love cheese. You know what I mean? I, dis- I, I don't know. I disagree with that. I, I personally feel like as human beings, we recognize things that are closer to our realities. No. But it's also easy to be bored by them. I think sometimes like complex narratives happen in boring not boring like yeah boring movies i'll say happen in movies that aren't even trying that aren't trying to entertain you which is very valid and which many movies that i love are like that but still i do but, feel uh-huh. yeah i keep i like how you use i mm. i think it's yeah. a you thing it's mm. a very subjective thing for you you like the complex movies sometimes you'll appreciate films like this the way she describes it yeah. that are not complex in their narrative mm. but then you want to be challenged are you going to watch it a hundred great walls and be happy with what you're yeah. saying you want something that challenges you you won't yeah. want that predictability yeah. that it had yeah. this film was so predictable you knew it from the scratch yeah. and that's what you're, you're giving it you're, you're, you're kind of letting it pass for that because yeah. you're like I knew this was going to happen so I'm not yeah. going to fault it because I knew it was going to happen yeah. but Pretty that much. is sucky about it mm. predictability kind of kills your experience it really does like what she said yeah. the film she saw where she could not predict shit yeah was something she wanted to and I can watch it again yeah because no I'm just saying I don't I think don't I don't think oh there's people out there who don't like complex narratives yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean like who don't like nuanced characters or complicated characters I just feel that they often you know the people who create movies also see it in that way where there's a box for complicated films that are really boring and slow and barely have any you know what I mean when you have any music I and aren't even graded or whatever yeah. and at the same time Everyone else is like, okay, we're going to make some movies everyone's going to love and they have to be simple and yeah. whatever. And I feel like, no, that doesn't have to be our only two options. And I think people, most audiences don't recognize the complexity of those narratives. They don't come out and be like, I love that character. They're really nuanced and they're really whatever. But still, they will somehow have more affinity to that character for that reason. The movie is simple, like mm. the story, but the way they shot it and everything is yeah. not simple. Like um, honestly, every like simple like movies that you think like mm, okay, this is not complex. Mm, the complexity is in the technique. Yeah, that's the execution. The, the, the execution. execution. The, yeah. That's what they do. Like okay, I'll make the film the way you like it, yeah. but I'm gonna add my twist for those who will see beyond the yeah. simplicity of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that that's a that's a good way to put it. There's something else I wanted to bring up to you guys. Wait, I think I'm forgetting it. <laughs> it's okay, we'll come. <laughs> tomorrow? No, 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 no. It can't come to me tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh. It's something we we actually talked about while we were, were seeing the film. Uh, I wanted to bring up about how we talked about how the Chinese were advanced, but then they made it seem like Matt Damon is the one who came up to them and showed them the techniques mm. that they needed to learn. Mm. Did that bother you guys? So much. It bothered me so a much. Lot. Oh, my God. 
seeing Matt Damon come through and suddenly he understands the technology of you know the chain pulley when they're trying to hunt down the the the, the thing like how you know what I mean it seems like these guys were doing things but they were clumsy or weren't innovative or weren't like precise and I'm like how is this guy just coming out of nowhere just like even his background mm -hmm. as a character does not precipitate him to be a precise like engineer (laughs) you know what I mean the man who (laughs) they dealt with this creature for years and years to come and this guy out of the blue who's never seen the creature who doesn't know what it is comes and saves them I hate that when they were perfectly organized you know that scene at the top perfectly trained soldiers you know that scene in the first battle when like when when when, like so many guys get like a hundred at least on screen, get ended. A hundred Chinese guys get ended by those yes. things. They start chowing them, chowing them, chowing them, chowing them. Then at some point, Matt Damon and his boy get freed and they kill like two of them. But the thing is, Sharon pointed out at some point, she was like, yo, why did the battle suddenly turn around? Mm-hmm. And we realized it's literally because Matt Damon and his boy just had these two minor You're victories like, in the thing. These <laughs> turned back because Matt Damon yeah. came on the scene. Came on the scene, and pretty he much. Destroyed all those... He changed the game. <laughs> but majority of the body of the of these creatures yeah. were down, if yeah. you notice. Yeah. That means the people are the ones who did all the squareness, yeah. but all of a sudden they killed two what and champion. they're the heroes. Yeah. Champion. Is there anything else you want to say about the Great Wall? I think we should move on from it now. Yeah, um, we're finished already. Yeah, kind of. Wait, the Great Wall, the Great Wall. Like, What else did you have to... Any other opinion you have of it? Yeah, oh. and also about the romanticness of ah, it. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Bring that up, please. Yeah. Well, there's a pro and a con. Like. The pro is I love it when two people in love can't get each other because, mm. you know, their love is left there or whatever. But they don't always have to fall in love. Please, like, that's just... They kind of didn't make it obvious love. Yeah. It's there? They tried to make it an ambiguous love, but it was there. Like, so, like I yeah. said, I kept thinking, like, he's doing it for her. Like, I wish they'd made the twist and, like, Knuckles had fallen in love with her instead, you know? Yeah. Because like, like... <laughs> him closing the door and giving them privacy yeah. shows that moment of, like, yeah, 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 but... It's your things. Yeah. These are the things. You guys, these are your things, Don't fall in love all the time. It makes no sense, like... It was a cheesy movie, dude. It so was so well executed. Like, it's a... I don't exactly. know. It was a good that's pop song thing. for me, man. It was like a good ass that's Justin Bieber song. That's what I would song. say. Like, would it, it's, it's something that's just it's going like, with mindlessness. Just watch. It's a popcorn movie. That's yeah. the best way I would describe it. Yeah. It's not the kind of movie that's trying to discover new... Maybe it did technically. Like, I don't know. It might get some awards yeah. in sound. But like, for sound I and for like... Oh, oh, any <laughs> but also, that I really the like the transitions very well. I really love them. They didn't use this uh, typical transitions. They used like either a body or a flag or something moving mm. like even when they cut yeah. their lantern like this that was yeah. their opening transition to the other scene which was really nice yeah. I really loved it a lot CGI was a lot <laughs> that's one of the first things I noticed it was a lot and it was evident it was a bit on the nose it was um, I wouldn't call it on the nose, but you it's you the, knew the these are things that don't exist. Of course, they're CGI. But I want to ask one question: If this movie came out of Africa, how would you feel? Whoa! Uh, if Matt Damon came through, because well, that's what that's what I wouldn't want Matt Damon in it. If it came out of Africa, the scale of the scale of it, yeah. the execution of it, exactly. and the Matt Damon of it, it would be well. a great movie because it's like something that never but happens people, you know what i feel, I feel like i'll be even more touched actually <laughs> you have stuff even if you said you did would not have a problem if there was mad damon in it like in not Africa. even mad damon like the whole execution the, the, the execution would be amazing 
But I keep thinking of a film I recently saw, which was Train to Busan. Have any of you seen yeah, it? Yes, yeah. exactly. Now imagine the main guy was a white guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, did it lose its authenticity? I would never watch it. It loses its authenticity a hundred percent. And this is what this film did. It yeah. lost its authenticity with me. Although I was happy at least they had some Chinese things in it because. I kind of got the perspective that it was in English. Yeah, 100%. dude. I thought it was going to be like Gods of Egypt or some shit. I know Gods of Egypt was 100% <laughs> don't English. Don't even mention the the title is even wrong. Like, don't mention it. I know. So I'm, I appreciate the fact that at least it has some Chinese speaking parts and it showed that the people were actually Chinese and everything. But yeah. okay, I think we're done talking about the Great Wall. <laughs> Well, you know we are. Wait, 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 wait. One thing, like, yeah. would we tell people to watch this film? Would yes. Spend yes. your money on the Great Wall. Okay. So here's the thing. Human. Oh. On the Great Wall. Yeah. I would advise people to watch it. You would, eh? and yeah. Spend money it's on for it. fun. And, okay. But like, no, get I like the bootleg like, CD for fun. Yeah. For fun. <laughs> or just get the CD from Roshan for two K and watch it, bro. Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's a major part. Okay. The Lego Batman. We've both not seen it, so sell us. I would like. I would tell all my friends to watch. Actually, one of my big disappointments in life is realizing from this experience, from telling people how amazing Lego Batman is, and seeing how their faces just don't react. How many people in my life don't appreciate animated films? I love animated. Films. No, but yeah, you're not all the people in my life. Yeah. Many people in my life really don't fuck with animated films, dude. I like. I need to make some changes in 2017. Please. I think. Because Lego Batman is amazing. The Lego, if you see the Lego film, you know already. Yes, yes. The Lego Batman was one of the standout characters. He was such a great revision of the character. I feel yeah. like in the same way that we loved Keith Ledger's revision of the character. Really? Will Arnett's. <laughs> I just compared Will Arnett's revision of Batman yes. to like Heath Ledger. Heath I'm sorry. Ledger. RIP. But like, I feel it's a revolutionary like change of the character. He just gives no... But Lego Batman... Is a frat boy. He's an overgrown rich. Like I think they they took the character and they were like, who would this guy really be? Billionaire, lives by himself, just has so many toys in life and in the world. Too much money. Doesn't seem to do like actual life things and work things. Batman is conceivably an asshole. Like in real life, he's conceivably an asshole. Bruce Wayne is possibly that guy. You remember that Dan Bilzerian guy? Danny Bilzerian. There's an Instagram guy with a beard who just did a lot of crazy shit because he had a bunch of money. Maybe rings just, the bell, but yeah, he had like yeah. a. He started like this had lots of pictures on Instagram with like just really white chicks and like tigers and like cars. Is this a? Oh, you remember that guy? Yeah, remember that guy? Yes. Yeah, this a, I, that's who I think Bruce Wayne would be, and that's what Will Arnett did with, with, with Batman. In the Lego Batman. In the Lego Batman. Okay. It opens with black <laughs> right <laughs> literally the voice of will Arnett going black <laughs> all great movies start with black, black. <laughs> music dark music the kind of music that makes parents and record executives not record executives and film executives nervous and then the music kicks in and then the credits kick in and it's kind of like awesome. i thought it was like deadpool you know deadpool was aware yeah. that it's a movie it was aware it's a, that's what it does that's really what it does it's, it's a w- very aware of itself so it's not like lego batman knows you know movies it knows you know what's going on and it just fucks with you for that reason. That's nice. It's so great. One of my favorite things about it, I can't stop talking about this, is how 
in the action scenes, in the fight scenes, every time there's guns, the gunshots, the sound effects for the gunshots, yeah. it's literally human voices going pew 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 pew, pew, pew. Cool. And like the gun, even when it's like a huge ass like air, like a space shuttle, they're not space shuttles, but like a battleship, huge ass battleship plane, yeah. it's still going pew pew pew. I love it so much. This movie is like, you know what? Sit down. This is not that serious. We're gonna make it through an hour and a half of just laughs pretty much and it's great for that reason and sometimes that's not at all what the film is trying to do which is why i can honestly sit through the great wall and be like okay you seem to have done the things you guys were trying to do mm-hmm. you entertained us you gave us an epic spectacle you gave us yeah that's fine that's great lego batman came through it's a fantastic it's a great it's a great animated film it doesn't take itself too seriously it's a great that's what it wants to do it tells some nice stories it gives you the feel sometimes also is, that a, is it a spoiler guys what one of my favorite moments is re- <laughs> the introduction of robin in lego batman okay. guys is so good just know the keyword is reggae i'm done, really? I'm done. that's it that's it yeah yeah can we talk about Xander Cage? Yes. Okay, let's talk this about Xander Cage. So, yeah. had you watched the previous films? Yeah, definitely. Did you, I love them? Did you like them? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have a different perspective. You're yeah. going to have a different perspective. So let me first give my bad, give bad, your bad, 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 bad perspective. So Xander Cage. I feel like Xander Cage is just a movie that is Fast and Furious, but was. And just doesn't want to call it so fast and furious. It has those punchlines, those for for this one it's um ex people have their each other's back. You know, the way Fast and Furious has we are family. But do you see how much this is less family than is everything. that? Exactly. Family is everything for this ex got each other's back. That was terrible. So another thing that I found out was okay, sorry, I'm just gonna go why it was terrible because this is if this is Vin Diesel riding on on, yes I was. This is Vin Diesel on skateboards. First of all he looked weird as fuck. Because he's so big. (laughs) He is so big. I just felt like is this something Vin Diesel could do? Get someone who could actually go on some skateboard. It 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 begins in this way where he's basically skating down some mountain full of trees. This place is full of trees. Vin Diesel is riding down that shit suavely. Of course he's not doing that. That that made me uncomfortable. Another thing that made me super uncomfortable, which was one of the running themes in the entire film. Everyone in this film wants to fuck Van Diesel. Oh, word. Well, it's, yes. it's, it makes sense. It because like, Van Diesel comes funny. into a scene of a million girls and yeah. all they want is him. Yeah. And he basically, yeah. I don't know how to lightly say this. Yeah. They make, they, 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 okay, I'm going to be vulgar with it. They basically fuck him till they sleep. Because in they the morning, in the morning all of them are sleeping. Sleep, yeah. Because him? as in he wears all of them out. And in him? the morning, they just show them in a scene as they are so exhausted. And him? And him, he's alive and well. He's like, I do this for my country. The thing they do for my country. Can you imagine that shit, Malcolm? And then, this is not the end of them showing us how everybody in this film wants to fuck Vin Diesel. They let they bring in a new character who is Nina Dobrev. Yes. Smitten over her, yes. over him. She, she's basically in a position where she looks like she's sexually harassing the she dude does. and it's like she's risking her job i'll sexually harass yeah. this dude in front of my boss yeah. i don't give a shit because like he's sexy as fuck maybe you know i, I, I mean I the perspective like of people must have been in the thing of where I, like, was, <laughs> I, I am like Nina Dober right now yes me i wasn't you know i'm like 
what? <laughs> anyway, so in my understanding was XXX because Samuel L. Jackson has this whole montage where he explains them. Remember, I haven't watched the previous films. We'll get Hebo's perspective. Who has watched the previous films? I've not. Okay. I hadn't watched the previous films, so he gave me the setup. It's like sports guys. But later, they introduced characters. A guy who just likes ramming into stuff. He plays uh, the hound yeah. on Game of Thrones. Oh. All he does is smash into stuff. You remember him? He would drive into stuff. Yeah. And that was his thing. Yeah. He's part of the XXX. There's also this guy who's just a fucking DJ. Don't get his point. Okay. Yeah. It's like a music for when they're ra- rolling to the action Malcolm, sequence. you don't even want to know how much that guy fight. did not make sense. I cannot <laughs> even get did into that fight? one. Of course, he, he one day tangled he someone with his ear cables. <laughs> <laughs> he tangled someone with his ear Wait, one, one, of the bon- one of the only reasons why I give this film any credit is Donnie Yen, the Chinese guy. He has good fight scenes. Yeah, they he, were he's actually a really, really good. And the other like, guy, what was his name? Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. Yeah. Ja. Those two. And what, what was my aunt? I don't even think I have an aunt. <laughs> Just go Before on I forget, uh, Before I forget. I feel like Triple X was a bunch of guys who were like, let's make a James Bond <laughs> yes. for the 20th, 21st century. Millennials. We're going to put in a person of color. We're going to make him just like, you know, just bald headed, quote unquote, I don't know, gangster. Just give him some cool ass, like, extreme, like, things but also make everything as extreme as possible extreme. about it. the gadgets the fight scenes like i'm sure it was a parody at first like a satire and then someone was like what this is a movie let's make this yeah a movie. <laughs> okay so the people, first, what did you think of this the first triple x that was really beautiful like i really loved it because it had a, it had more story like him he had a background and like the way they found him because he was an extreme like you know a sports guy and then the government needed him or the mm-hmm. ex-people needed him to save the country which was pretty awesome the first one i really loved it. the second one is ice cube ice cube i didn't really like that one i don't even remember it but i know i liked it when i watched it as a kid i was very young mm-hmm. so i was like yeah awesome action but no, the new one what i what i like about it is like in this time of age after watching rambo the hero one guy who takes out a whole nation of vietnam or yeah by himself yeah. after watching that you can accept anything in your life <laughs> anything because one guy defeats a nation that's everything Pretty much. yeah so these movies usually i think they're made one to entertain the people with the people they're like oh i saw neymar i love him and then i saw these people and the, the whole movie is action yeah. people just like to see guns blazing impossible things to feel rowdy and imaginative yeah. like the creatures in movies they don't exist yeah. so like you can create something that people can't fathom in their heads and i really love the characters i love Vin Diesel so much like he can sit in a chair and i can watch him for hours do so you see serious. Ex- exactly he can sit in a chair and i can watch him that's how much i love the guy okay but i really love the fact that all this action pack but i only hated when the indian girl spoke like she's so hot and she's sexy and then she's she starts talking i'm like why like she's an action figure she's strong you know and her voice is like so you're like okay it killed that powerful sexy woman for me i don't know why and she's like the badass which never happens talking about her tattoo which i didn't care because all i was seeing was green diesel and the action 
and that's what I really loved about the film. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> age of 17. Age of 17. So, okay, the age of 17, what I like about it is like the originality of the story. So it's about a girl who is like, who hates life basically. That's mm. how I saw her. She hates life, but she's like discovering herself because she, she has no friends. She has only one friend who is in love now with her brother. So she's alone again. Yes. And now she's, she has to deal with her life and how she could be herself by even being alone and like also trying to fit in at the same time. Which she tried for a long time. She should have given up when she was a kid, honestly. Like, she tried that long to fit in. Yeah, she should have given up. But the originality and how bad she is, her words, and how... She's actually confident in a way. She might not show it to people, but she's confident because she knows who she is. And, like, her state of mind, she's a grown-up. She's, like, vintage. And these people are the same. So she stands out because she is, like, more mature. And, like... Is that part of her arc, just realizing that, that she's actually... The she one. knows she it. She starts off like that. Yeah. yeah, she knows it. Like, she doesn't fit in because these people are not her people. Yeah. That's, like, the beauty of her. Like, her character is a complete human being searching for a meaning, which is yeah. nice. She's already set. She's, the, already she's set, but she's still searching yeah. for a meaning, which is really... It's a cool coming of age way to do a coming of age so story. Yeah. Good. What did you think of it? So my favorite thing about the film is how the girl is basically an asshole. She's yes. an asshole to everyone <laughs> yes. around her. I really love imperfect female characters. That's one of my favorite things. Broken. Days. Ah, broken because I think most girls are put into this clear-cut place where yeah. they're actually making a, a broken boy yeah. go right. But this time it was more <laughs> of a broken girl. Somebody and trying to try to fix her. <laughs> So I loved how she was an asshole, and one of my best things about it is they actually set up her assholeness. Yes. Because there's a film, I don't want to point it out, but there's, there's some films where you see a character being an asshole, and you don't understand why they're being an mm. asshole, yeah. and you can't even find yourself to try to understand an asshole, and they're the lead character. Mm. And you know that feeling where you're looking at a lead character, and he's an asshole, and you don't know how to sympathize with yeah. him. But this chick was such an asshole. But you could sympathize with her. You could kind of get why she's doing these things. It was amazing. She was a total dick. She was a dick. And even you would think it's good that her her resolve comes out right. Like everything sorts out for her. They don't over put in. Like she has that best friend that she talked about. But they don't dwell on it so much. They don't dwell on it. I like that a lot. But I love Hayley Seinfeld. Hayley Seinfeld is the lead character in this film. And she's so good. And then um, there's this guy. The guy. Woody fucking Harrelson. I love it. He's a teacher. So, like, like the thing with his character, though, what I loved is the way he played with her mind. He made her seem like he's in the same place as her so that he can make her understand there's a way out. Yeah. His life was not bad. Yeah. <laughs> he tricked her. He tricked her and she ran with it. <laughs> oh, you actually liked it. Yeah. I thought you didn't like no, it. No, I loved it, but I, I think it's not the greatest movie I watched because I oh, prefer please. American Honey more than that one. I loved American Honey. Yeah. Okay, guys. This has been our episode. I've been here with Malcolm and Hebo. Yay, yay, yay. yay. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yay. Thank you for having me. Hebo, awesome to have you. It was really Malcolm, nice. Malcolm, awesome to have you again. Thanks for having me back. Thanks Thank for you so much. Yes. You guys have been listening to Cinema Red Pill. 
Uh, yeah. That's it. Uh, if you have any feedback, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah? Next day on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Facebook, Twitter, email. Bye.